Yeah, I have some coffee in here. And now there's no alcohol in this, right? There is. There's. <laughs> so what alcohol's in here? Uh, that is whiskey. Th- there's. Oh, so this is just extra whiskey. That's just extra whiskey. Yeah, because it's a <laughs> peanut butter whiskey. Yeah, you yeah. Got to yeah. taste the flavor. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Taste the flavor. Are we live yet? We're live. All right. We're gonna taste some uh, peanut butter whiskey. Each one of us has the oh, peanut gosh. butter whiskey, and here we go. Three, two, Three, one. Down two. the old hatch. Oof. The peanut butter scent is very strong, and the taste is actually whoa. Hmm. Gets into the nose a little bit. A lot into the nose. That's actually pretty good. It is good. Syrupy. It's super yeah. dangerous, you know. Oof. When shit like that is like is like good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, if like, I like, damn, that's good. Next thing you know, little pants are off. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, oh, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Let me. Uh, oh my god. I don't know why this just came to mind, but I have sex about four times a week. <laughs> hey, no. That, Congratulations. That's, awesome. pretty, that's really good. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. really good. The amount of people I hear that are like, oh, married, I'll have sex once every two weeks. I'm just like, how are you living? Yeah, or when you say you're going to get married and some dudes will be like, well, have fun having sex once a month or whatever. Like, no. No way. <laughs> all, right, all right. You know what? I think, it's, I think that that's a very important thing that you just said. How have y'all kept the spark? <laughs> hey, and you add in too, Andrew, because I like I feel like okay. he's slanging out here. So, <laughs> so yeah, what's what's the trick to keep that going while you're married? Man, you know, uh, my wife, you know, she puts a lot of time into staying in good shape, and I think that's super attractive. So, uh, there's never been times where I've been like unattracted to her. Yeah. Um, there's been times, of course, where we didn't have sex four times, you know, four times. I mean, you know, through pregnancy, through, you know, various illnesses that I get or she gets or injuries, maybe a sex injury here or there, <laughs> uh, you know, through, so there's definitely been times where there's like been a little bit of a break mm-hmm. and there's times where you don't, you know, you still love each other, but there's time where you're, you're frustrated with one another and there's a little less of that going on, but. Ugh. Yeah, I think I think the key is just uh you know, really good communication level, you know? Yeah. You know, okay. We're going to come back to that because you brought something up. You said <laughs> injury. And there's <laughs> I think it's the uh, this because I never thought I would about I would I would say this. Um So y'all remember how I tore my meniscus? <laughs> I, do you know where I'm going here? Uh, yeah. All right, Dude, I've had some real serious injuries from sex before. Nah, but but this is the thing. For years, people ask, "How do you tear meniscus?" I'm like, "Jujitsu." And <laughs> you fucking liar. <laughs> and it was a form of jujitsu, but not what people are used to seeing. Yeah, the initial tear did happen at jujitsu. I remember I was rolling with Jack, and he did something to me. I was a white belt, and I just heard a little, you know, little thing in the knee, and I was like, "Shit, man, that's mm. that sucks." Um. A few weeks go by, I got an MRI. The doc, the, he actually, he didn't let me get an MRI. I'm like, give me an MRI. There's something wrong. Mm. He didn't give it to me. I was like, God dang it, man. Like, something's wrong here. Well, that night, um, I remember I told you, I was like, I told you that it just happened at jujitsu. But nah, 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 nah. This, this is, this is, uh, I was on my knees, <laughs> you know, doing what you do, right? <laughs> uh, and then when I get up, I hear this, ouch. And then I'm just standing there like, nah. This God, really? 
<laughs> like, <laughs> like, really, dude? This is how, this is, then right here is From how you, this? really? Like, and then, yeah, it's for my meniscus. <laughs> did you, did you, doggy, uh, man? Like, <laughs> did you come out of the game? Uh, come out of the game? What or do you, like, you still play? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I was, I was, I was done. I was, oh, I was man. Too, oh, that's the worst. I couldn't keep playing. I was, Damn. I was done. Yeah. Those injuries are real, man. After after leg day, I have had the worst hamstring cramps oh, of God. my life. That's that's why you have electrolytes before you do. Because <laughs> I've had no, that happen before. We've had to call timeout. Like, can you please go get me some electrolytes? Like, I hey, need some element in my life right now. A leg cramp is a good excuse. You know, like <laughs> yeah. if if something happens a little earlier than you'd like. Like, oh, whoa, Danny, whoa, oh, hard leg workout today. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell. Like six seconds into it. Oh, it's man. my hamstring. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Incredible. Uh, for us, like, I mean, so we've been together almost 10 years now. Damn. Um, yeah, it sounds weird, but, like, you know, like when I hear dudes saying, like, I don't know, they need to look at another chick to get off or, like, they need to fantasize about that. Like, for me, no. Like, it, this is a weird word to use, but, like, I crave my wife. Like, it's something that I'm like, like Stephanie, I have what are you doing over there? That's what, but uh, I, I have no, well, I mean, I know I just took a shot, so I guess I'll say I have no shame, but like I have no problem with telling my wife and truly believing that she is the hottest girl I've ever met in my entire life. Like hands down, I get to go home to that every day. Like mm-hmm. this is fucking incredible. Uh, I text her right before I, I uh, walked into the office, something that I can't say right now <laughs> that I wanted to do to her when I got home. But this, Andrew, this this isn't something that happens every once in a while. This is just what we do. And like, eventually it can be like, okay, I love you too. But for the most part, it's always like, oh shit, like, all right, we'll hurry home. Mm -hmm. You know, so like I do things like that all the time. And that's like, it's, there's never been a dry spell. Nothing quite like uh, (laughs) sending out a sex message and then getting a reply back. Hey, I think you forgot to take out the garbage. (laughs) You're like, what the the fuck? (laughs) If you're on the receiving end, don't do that shit. Uh <laughs> At least send a wet emoji thingy first, <laughs> and then say, "Hey, motherfucker, you forgot to take out the garbage." <laughs> yeah, nah, but oh this, my god, you know that that's that's a really cool thing you said though, because you're also putting in work to keep that shit like mm-hmm. yeah, you're lit. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like all the time. Like I, I, any chance I get, I'm gonna grab her butt, you know, or more. Just. It's just always going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty cool. Um, I'm already slurring my words. My brother-in-law, uh, I remember he had told me, he was like, you know, marriage isn't like a 50-50 thing. He was like, why would you want to be with somebody that just wants to put in half the attempt? Mm-hmm. He's like, it's 100% both ways. And so that's how I feel. I'm just like, yeah, if you know, we're going to keep that spark going, I'm going to do everything I can to do it. Mm-hmm. I'd also say that, you know, with your partner, you know, um, I don't know, observe what it'd be like to be them, you know, for a bit and think about all the different stuff that you do in the day. You know, I, I think there was a, I can't remember what movie it was, but uh, we use this quote all the time in my house uh, because it's just, it's hilarious. It kind of shows you the uh, the differences between men and women. And the woman says to the man, she's like, I just, you know, I, I want you to sometimes like just want to do the dishes. Hmm. And he goes, why would I want to do, why would I want to do the dishes? You know? And she's like, because it's, it helps me. It helps like the household, you know, like we're doing stuff together. 
And she's like, it's one last fucking thing that I have to like focus on. He's mm-hmm. like, well, that's, you know, that's never going to happen. So we, we say that just kind of kidding around pretty often, but there are things like if you can offload a little bit of work or stress, uh, for your partner, especially when you have a baby mm-hmm. and, uh, your wife gives you that like stare of death and <laughs> she's just been there all day with the screaming baby and, <laughs> yes. and, uh, you just come home and start playing with the kid and you're not listening to her and stuff like that. Then you might want to say, Hey, like you want some time to maybe go hang out with your girlfriends or something. Like I'll, I'll watch the kid. I'll watch the baby for, you know, you want to go hang out with your sister or something, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. give them some sort of reprieve here and there. That stuff's really helpful. Yeah. The big aspect of that, and like, it just seems that there probably was, who knows, was there a time that you guys think you got a little too comfortable? Because that's what's something that happens when people, when a lot of people get into, like, a lot of, a lot of women say, you know, it seems that he was putting in a lot of work beforehand, before the relationship. Mm-hmm. And then a few years into the relationship, he stopped trying. Right? Was there ever a point where you guys think you stopped trying or? Probably. Probably. Yeah, I probably have. I can't um, think of anything, but yeah, I mean, all right, Mister Fucking you know, Perfect. No, I'm joking. I, I'm joking. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, no. I I think that. Uh, I mean, the main thing I I think is just that you're super interested in each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and there's a lot less work. You know, when people are like, "Oh, we had to really, we had to really work at it or on it." Um, that that happens here and there. There's some miscommunication, but like, you kind of know the rules of the game. You know? Right. But what you said right there, I think this is one thing that people be getting twisted about um, about relationships. People don't don't realize that that shit after a while it's actually it's work. You know what I mean? Because um, I just I, I hear some people make it seem like it's supposed to be this. You know, everything's supposed to be right and perfect, mm. and you know, and, and if things don't do this this way, it wasn't meant to be. It's like a total and complete flow. It's not. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like it's so not uh, that. That, that well, was look at Andrew's situation. You know, having uh, previously been married, his wife's mm-hmm. previously been married, and there was a child in there as well. Mm-hmm. You know, his his daughter. So it's like, okay, everything can be pretty damn good between him and Stephanie, but there's you know uh, a whole nother scenario. There's a, a former husband. There's mm-hmm. a former wife. Like there's a there's just a that's just. Shit's complicated as it is, mm-hmm. and then you start throwing all that into the mix, and uh, there's a lot of complications. So it makes sense to say, "Yeah, we had to work through some stuff because you got to learn how to communicate and learn what's out of bounds, what's fair game. You know, what's how are you supposed to act? How am I supposed to communicate with my ex? Because mm-hmm. your mind wanders really crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. And there might not be anything between the two anymore, but we're dudes, and we're gonna sit there and be like, well, I'd be hitting it still, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And but that, that open communication is like so crucial. So like, whatever, uh, really. And again, this is because I do am one shot in, but like not too long ago, like we were at a restaurant and, uh, you know, the whole family's there and my wife's ex husband's brother was there mm, okay. and, Right away, like, oh my God, like I finally, cause like everyone's still friends on Facebook. So it's not that big of a deal that mm-hmm. he was like, you know, hugging everybody, no big deal. But like, he's like, oh, I finally get to meet your son. And like, he, you know, so Stephanie gave him to him. And gave I was, Aurelius to him. Yeah, yeah gave yeah. Aurelius to the brother like, All right. And I was like, uh, hold on. <laughs> like, I have never met him. And it was kind of like a, you know, I, I kept my cool. It wasn't like I didn't make a scene or I didn't do anything. It was super cordial. He's a super nice guy, by the way. But, afterwards i was just like hey like 
just want you to know like I, that like really like that messed with me she's like what do you mean and so i explained it and she's like oh my god i'm so sorry so that sort of thing like we've talked about in the past previous episodes where you know being open for a dude is very difficult but i'm mm-hmm. just like hey like i don't know that that made me feel weird i didn't like it let's try not to do that again because yeah. you know put yourself in my shoes mm-hmm. like it'd be so awkward if i gave it to my ex-sister-in-law give him to my ex-sister-in-law and so yeah it's it's really difficult but man being having the open line of communication is so important yeah you know what's what's interesting i think uh, i mentioned on my story the other day and I, I had a poll for a bunch of dudes after we did the episode about guys opening up about stuff, right? And I did a poll. I was like, okay, so how many of you guys feel comfortable opening up to your partner? I think it was uh, about 65, 35. Mm. And, then, and then I asked, okay, so that was 65, 30, 65% felt comfortable, 35% didn't. And then I asked how many of you guys feel that you should be able to or you'd want to be able to feel that way. And then it was like 85, 15, Right. So one thing that was interesting, because I, I had a few DM conversations with some dudes that like disagreed, and their main disagreement was like, um, you should, like, guys sh- <laughs> should be able to be open about their emotions, but number one, they shouldn't be emotional when opening about their emotions. Mm. So that's actually something oh, that I oddly yeah, enough yeah. agree with. Uh, that's uh, all relationships all the time. I think that's like an absolute uh, really good rule is – um, if you're stirred up about something, that's not a great time to like dive into it. Oh yeah. You might want to, you know, let the other person know that you're frustrated about something, but to say like, I need to, I got to really think about it a lot more cause I don't want to like blow up or, Oh yeah. but I, that, I was thinking about that as well in terms of like having a kid, like when you have your a child and they do something wrong and you jump on them right away about it, they're super defensive. Mm-hmm. And they're not really listening at that point. And sometimes if it's like a really young kid, they're crying and they're frustrated too. And I don't think they even get the message. So mm-hmm. you say, hey, for now, if you go to you know, go to your room and we'll talk about it, you know, later. Later on that night you talk about it. But I think same thing with a spouse or same thing with any relationship. Uh time seems to help a lot. Because I think as you zoom out a bit, you're like, why am I sweating it? She was just talking to like her ex-boyfriend or whatever. It's like, it's really not that big of a deal. And if I'm that worried about it, then this whole thing probably is, is probably not going to work well. If I'm that jealous and that concerned uh, and this person has me think, like, why am I even thinking that way about this person? Yeah, that's a big thing to analyze. That is a big thing to analyze right there. But exactly, like, you, like it is okay to open about the way you're feeling about something, but literally doing it while raising your voice or or doing some shit like that, that can't fly. Man and woman, but especially as a dude, you 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 can't let that happen. Mm. Like you can't let your you can't let your emotions be on your sleeve in that way. I also think you shouldn't share everything either. You know, like Ooh, there's yeah. like you know you be you'd be open, but. I would say the reason why you're trying to be open is so that other problems don't happen, mm-hmm. you know, and, and or you're trying to address a current situation. Uh, but just recognize that there can be stuff said if you say too much. <laughs> that's probably not, that's just probably not helpful. Yeah. An interesting thing about that is that, and it, I don't think that there's a problem with this, but I was having a conversation with a friend of mine about this, and it seems like it, it, it seems as with as men, when you have a problem, let's say you have a problem, 
um, and there's a, there's a lot behind it. Sometimes it might not be the best thing to open up to your partner about it because generally there's an idea that as a dude, you should have a lot of things together mm-hmm. already, especially within that realm of things that, like you mentioned, it might not be a good idea to share everything. Sometimes some things need to be kept or some things need to be talked with with other guys. Like it's like I feel more comfortable talking about certain things with other guys than I would ever feel with a partner or another woman. Just being perfectly honest, because it's like it's just it's just like if I bring something to the table, I already have the thing in the back of my head. Well, okay, this is here. This is how I'm solving it. I don't just bring up a problem and be like, "Ah, that's the problem." I bring up the problem and like, but this is how it's going to be handled. Right. But it's just this is a current problem. You get what I'm saying? I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's all. <laughs> it can all be uh, it can all be pretty complicated. Yeah. You want to get into reading some comments today, or should we just keep oh. rolling with this topic? Oh, that's right. You can read some comments. That that penis pump video. The comments <laughs> in there is pretty funny. But you know, I'm almost done with that rational male book. Mm. Uh, I don't know if some of you guys in the audience know Rolo Tomasi. You know, Rolo Tomasi is the author. I looked of the at rational. a bunch of his stuff after we talked. We got to have him on. He, he would. He, he's gonna. It'd be okay. a really interesting conversation. Yeah, but uh, if a lot of you guys don't know, Rolo Tomasi wrote this book, The Rational Male, and he also wrote a few other books, uh, The Rational Male, Positive Masculinity, and then a few other, like a whole series in the, a whole series of books. And it's an, it's uh, there's some interesting things in there and things in that book that'll that'll make people very uncomfortable, mm. but also things that are, it's just like, some things are just like fact of the matter or, or like general generalities mm. that you don't like to talk about or don't like to uh, put forward. I thought one of the things that was really interesting is uh, not sharing like the number of partners that you've had previously. <laughs> yeah. That's really uh, some in- interesting stuff. I think, you know, uh, when you're married longer and stuff, I think maybe. Yeah. Because like. <clears throat> is that really going to make the change the way you look at your wife at that point? No, no, not at all. <laughs> well, I mean, it might. <laughs> If it's like, but like 187, <laughs> that might change. What? Right? <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, it was in like a three year time span. You know, that's the problem is like you start to have a lot of judgment towards whether it's a lot or whether it's a little. Yeah. The number's never perfect. So it, it does make sense that that's not, a, that's not a thing that you share. It shouldn't matter at all. But of course, like the, everything kind of. Everything kind of matters, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One interesting aspect of that book, and this this is the thing that that all right, this is from the book, yo. But I, I've I've been thinking about it. I'm just like, yeah, somewhat like when you look at things, it's somewhat hard to dispute. It's uh, he, he people refer to it as the sexual marketplace in 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 the culture mm. um, when people are single, right? Um, and oh, when, yeah, your value in the marketplace and stuff. Yeah, I've, I heard a bunch of that stuff. Your value in the marketplace. And this is something that's, it's, it's, I've been trying to like think about, can you really poke holes in it? And you can, but what do you think about generalities and the way people like hypergamy, which is the way people end up looking for mates, women statistically in general end up dating and marrying men who are a little bit older than them, but also men who make more than them. And Sometimes taller as well, right? Is this some sort of internal security thing or something? Exactly. Exactly. They tend to date up, right? And men don't really end up caring. They tend to usually just date down. Like I think a quote I heard is like, a guy would date a chick from McDonald's, right? And he'd even marry a chick from McDonald's if he attracted to her enough. 
but a woman probably wouldn't do the same. And and all your buddies would be like, bro. She's so hot, <laughs> right? That's all they would talk about. They wouldn't ask you anything about like what they do or what they're into or uh-huh. how, how like are things going really well with you. Like that's not their question. Yeah, like holy shit, man, she has huge tits. That's fucking awesome. It's great, dude. That's the way guys oh talk. The way guys think, right? That's so true. You're like buddy. score, give them a big high five. Uh huh. If you're like, oh, you know, I and and the woman's, uh, let's just say, you know, like maybe a five or a six. And you're like, yeah, but she goes to MIT. Like she, she's super cool. We have so much in common. This is, this is the love of my life. This is amazing. Mm. The guy still, he might not going to say anything, but he seemed like meh. <laughs> and it, 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 it sucks to hear, but it's that's kind of it's kind of true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. I never thought about that. Right? A buddy of mine, in, like just after high school, was dating a chick that worked at Sonic Burger, and nobody gave a fuck because she was hot. Like nobody cared. That's so funny. But 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 this this is the thing. This is the thing. All right, when she's still working there. <laughs> where's where's the Sonic? They have great uh, shakes there, milkshakes. Yeah. I've never had their shakes. Oh man, that's, they like. I think I've seen the commercials for their shakes. That's all they have, though. They don't have good food. Yeah, no, no their food's <laughs> shitty. Terrible. But they switch up their shakes a lot. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. But but okay, the, I'll, I'm gonna be quick on this point. But an interesting thing is like, okay, he mentions how as when guys are younger, they don't have the resources. Right? Nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Let's say you're in college or you're starting a business. You, you don't have money. You don't have resources. I didn't have shit. Right? Mm. So those guys generally find it harder to even find a woman to hook up with or whatever because they don't have resources at that point. And the women that are generally in that age group are typically dating men that are older with them who do have resources. But as dudes get older and they get things together, they you know get life and things together, they be, start becoming more valuable. Also, they're able to they're still able to have kids for a long time. So they, at 30, 35, 40, their value from the time they were 25 has gone up. Mm. And they can, they, they'll be able to date someone way younger. But generally speaking, as because of the way men look at women as far as mates and the way women look at men, as women get older, he said that their peak is, their sexual marketplace peak is around like, 25 to 28 or whatever and then like after that point it's like as they get older it doesn't really matter if they're making more money etc because if a man is looking to potentially have a family or whatever the value her value there in that marketplace is getting lower as she's getting Mm -hmm. older while his value is getting higher so he's trying to encourage dudes to like not get married for a while and let your value get to where it should be before you end up mm. getting with somebody, right? And I, I was thinking about it. And I was just like, "That's some hard shit to hear." As a like, yeah, like it, a lot of women, if they do, because women have read that book, but a, a lot of women, if they read that book, it's fairly uncomfortable mm. because it's like with what you just heard there, it's uncomfortable. But is there really when you look at the general population? Is it wrong? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I think you know each relationship is its own kind of individual thing, of course. And uh, there's men and women that will seek out somebody else uh, to be a mate or partner, however uh-huh. you want to kind of word that. Um, and it will be to their advantage, you mm-hmm. know. Like what? Like you don't want it to be a disadvantage. Yeah. So sometimes there are things that are like. Um, there's kind of almost hmm, like, I guess they're kind of ex- external factors of looks or money 
that play into it heavily. Mm-hmm. You know, if if uh, I would just imagine if if you're, a, I would imagine either well. As a man, it wouldn't necessarily work out this way. But I, as a girl, I would imagine if you were dating a, a, a couple of people and you were seeing some different people different weeks and throughout the months or something like that, and you had like two or three different people that you were seeing, if one person you know, made like 500000 bucks a year, I'm not saying that you would automatically side up with that person, but you're probably viewing that as like, this could be more comfortable, this could be more convenient and it Absolutely. might work out that way for some men too, but I think a lot of guys would still be siding up with more of the looks than they would be uh, of the financial situation. And I mean, just in general, like that's like even women that make a good amount of money, um, a lot of them do still look for men who are making more. So like, like a guy who's making, let's just say a guy's making $80,000 and a woman's making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, he probably wouldn't even end up dating a woman that's making more than him statistically, just just like most of the time. I know there are a lot of individuals out there in the audience who are probably like, you know, not in those situations, but we're again, we're just talking about generalities as far as hypergamy is concerned. And it's very interesting, but it is, it is a very uncomfortable conversation. It's really an interesting thing because meeting somebody in your 20s is way different than your 30s and way different than your 40s. Mm-hmm. If you meet somebody and you're in your 50s, um, as a male, I can't really speak from the other side, but as a male, if you're not pulling in some pretty good money, it's just going to be that much more difficult. Oh, absolutely. I mean, not not to, to hook up, I guess, would be whatever. Like, that doesn't, you don't really need much uh, for that process probably but when it comes to you know trying to find somebody else that you can be compatible with the more that you make the easier it's probably going to be but but being older it's like there's you're hoping that somebody had like life experiences you're hoping that they had some sort of job or they currently have some sort of job Mm -hmm. and if you're i mean I, i guess if you're still if you're really good looking and you're holding on to that that could be a factor, but these are the factors, you know, they're, they're these factors that people um, want to try to downplay and say like, it doesn't matter much. And, but looks are huge, you know, and to me, my wife looks just as beautiful as when I met her, you know, she, I mean, to see her naked, I'm still like totally excited about it. You know, every, yeah. (laughs) Hey now, (laughs) every time it's, Hey, like there's a hot naked chick in my bed, you know, I'm, I get excited about it. And I heard Andrew say the same thing, seeing his wife, like come out of the shower or something. He's like, yo, I just, I have to stop everything. But yeah, I, I'm on the same, same page. Like my wife, I I tell her all the time, like you're getting hotter every single day. Like it's, Mm -hmm. you're not going the wrong way. Like it's not supposed to happen, but you're, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. You're like, could we contain this or something? I mean, (laughs) slow it down a bit or something like that. Hey, that's one thing, man. Like, people when they get in relationships they gotta not be comfortable um they gotta just not get comfortable i guess with mm-hmm. themselves because like when, when your partner loves you and they, they'll you know they love you through everything people are like oh i can kind of loosen up mm-hmm. right men and women okay not not just not just women so they'll let themselves get out of shape a bit and whatever but this is a thing like as as a man you like Men still want to be attracted to the woman that they're with, and women still want to be attracted to the men that they're with. So, guys, you shouldn't be letting yourself, you shouldn't be letting yourself gain all that weight either. Because mm-hmm. I, I know some dudes when they got into their relationships, they kind of just loosened up because they weren't 
they weren't doing anything anymore. So they're like, oh, okay, I, I got her, so now I can whatever, right? So Guys, also, your favor. also be you know, be open, but not so open that you like compromise. You compromise some of the things that the woman loves about you. You know, um, we were in uh, we were in Mexico, and um, it was at like a resort and things like that. So uh, there's a lot of different like activities and games and things to play and all this kind of stuff. There was a I saw I did I did yoga one day, which I don't you know don't normally do yoga, but I did yoga uh, mm-hmm. with my wife, and you know it was it was like fun and funny and like all the girls pretty much made fun of me the whole time because I can't move. <laughs> um, but we had a great time. And then the next day there was like swim aerobics, you know, with this guy who's obviously homosexual, you know? <laughs> and I, I was just like, fuck it. I'll go with the flow. I don't, I don't fucking date. I, I never, I've never danced really hardly at all in my entire life. I've Andy only, was probably killing that since she's like swimmer already, right? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. She, yeah, she loved it. Um, <laughs> But the only person I've ever danced with is my wife. You know, I did that at our wedding. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's it. So to kind of expose myself in this way was uh, weird and uncomfortable, but, uh-huh. it, but it was fun. And she had fun. She got to see uh, that I could, like, let my guard down, you know. And yeah. it, was, uh, it was definitely, like, awkward and weird. Um, but I was also, like, swimming with 30 other women that are in bikinis, you know. So it wasn't... It wasn't the worst decision I ever made. <laughs> How many but, other dudes do you think were there? I'm just curious. Oh, there was none. No, <laughs> just me. It's just you. Just me. All right, let's and, fucking and go. And the, uh, the, I wish I could remember the guy's name, but the uh, guy Fernando. that was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah, something like that. The guy that was running the class, he like, you know, he made a big deal of it, uh-huh. you know, and he had me like in the front of the class and all this shit. So it was awkward, but dudes like, honestly, don't, don't be afraid to, to just open up, try some different shit here and there. Don't. Yeah. They, I think, I think, I, I don't want to just say for men, but I think either way, mm-hmm. you want people to, you know, let loose a little bit here and there, or do yeah. something that's kind of, you know, uh, do something that's a little different, and spontaneous, then also, yeah, spontaneous, and then also like pay attention to what your partner likes. Um, I think sometimes with women, I sometimes think that they don't understand how. Like how truly simple we are. That's that's real. <laughs> like we are really, really simple. We like blowjobs, <laughs> and a lot of men like some sort of lingerie or just like mm-hmm. even something cute or something shorter than normal or any of that kind of shit. Like mm-hmm. we dress up like a schoolgirl and get some pigtails going. You know. <laughs> It's, We're gonna have the fucking time of our lives. It's not very difficult. We're very simple, easy equations and to if, solve. And if you don't like that as a female, that's fine. But to do that here and there would be a big deal to your man. Just like whatever it is that you're trying to get him to do. I don't even know because mm-hmm. um, I ain't paying attention. <laughs> the woman in the audience, you're like, "We're trying to get him to do something too." Right, right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but yeah, that one little thing that you do that one night that you do it that's all he's going to be thinking about for like the next two months right because that's what i still think about yeah it's better (laughs) well it's better to have it you know the guy's mind on that than to have it wandering around about other women right Mm -hmm. Mm. absolutely yeah (laughs) (laughs) what's in this coffee because i'm having a hard time with it truth serum okay that makes sense now there's whiskey in there well whiskey 
All there right. was a little bit of whiskey, and uh, there was uh, some heavy cream on top. The uh, that's whip, what it whip is. Cream. Mm. Heavy cream got me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not used to all that fat. Oh, you got poop? No, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was uh, I was looking at this. Apparently, there's a study. Uh, there's a book I was reading, and it, it went over like the statistics of high testosterone males and cheating. Oh, wow! <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. I was like, damn. I want to say I think I've heard that about um, sexual assault cases as well, where <laughs> the men that were committing the sexual assault crimes, their testosterone levels were like four times or something higher than normal. It's like holy shit. It's not. It's not surprising. Like yeah. it's unfortunate, and I'm not saying it's okay. No, but it's not surprising. Yeah. It does make sense. Mm-hmm. Just gotta got gotta have a little bit more self control. Like with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're a, a, a teenager, it's like it's mm-hmm. tough, man. When your levels start to <laughs> crank through the roof, it's hard to concentrate. Mm-hmm. On yeah. <laughs> All day, every yeah, day. Yep. And you're like, how do I? Maybe I can keep my backpack or my books in front of this, so like everybody doesn't know what's going on. That's why I was happy I played soccer because I had these compression shorts. Oh wow! Um, uh, and keep I, it all contained. I wore compression shorts to school every day underneath my jeans because, like, bruh, you don't know what's going to happen. Shit was tough. Yeah, every day it was every day. Same classes. Girl does a hair flip or something, and you're like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but, yeah, that's the whole reason to go to school. Sometimes when you're a kid, you're like, "Yep, I'm going because so I know she's going to be in my first period class. I'm going." Oh hell yeah! I, re- I remember <laughs> yeah. having that realization like after high school, just mm. being like, "Fuck!" Like all we do is like try to go to like house parties and like meet up with chicks, and I'm like, "Dude, they used to be at the exact same place every fucking day. Never talked, and to we them didn't once. do a damn thing." But <laughs> just thinking like, "Damn, high school, like or any school, but like." They were all there. Never mm-hmm. even tried. Nope. Didn't even look their <laughs> Here way. Here she comes and there she goes. Again. And I got to go. <laughs> but tomorrow, oh, tomorrow I'm going to tell her. I'm going to put her on notice. Yeah, tomorrow she's going to know how I feel about her. You guys want some comments? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go through that penis pump video. Okay, well, oh, this wow. this is because it's it's early in the uh, the comment section. Let's go through that Ooh. penis pump. Uh, this one's from Barbara. Uh, oh. Young old lady here to support the channel. Great topic. I didn't know about pumping that muscle that way. Yeah. You learn something new every day. Now I can't get the visual out of my head. I wish I could have shared the YouTube ad that came up after the segment ended. Oh. I don't know who knows what that was. Now it'll be all over my feeds. My honey's going to wonder why the heck I was looking at this. So mm. it's funny. A lot of people were like, I promise this just came up automatically. I read this for a fr- or watching this for a friend. Yeah. That's always good stuff. I don't know if you have any comments over there. And a lot of times people will say that like women, they'll say their chemistry and stuff is complicated. But men's, men's, yeah, our bodies are fucking complicated too. Yeah. If you ever like, listen to or 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 hear any of the information surrounding like when you listen to leo talking about the penis pump mm-hmm. and when he explains like how you get an erection and stuff you're like whoa like there's so much that goes into it. i had no mm-hmm. idea pretty yeah. com- pretty complex system down there it is uh, by the way guys if <laughs> we're gonna have more content on this because we have a few people coming into the show but um if you guys want some deep dives mm. um Leo and longevity is quite literally the penis enhancement master. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got amazing. That's he a, really is. That's his. He's the master of penis enlargement. <laughs> this is a good one. And Seema pointed this one out uh, uh, from I'll just say young. Uh, dry rub and watch the magic happen. You might get a few battle scars, but worth it. Whoa! God, building up some calluses. <laughs> oh God, dude! You got to be yeah. careful down there. 
Yeah. You really do. You people, really do. People just literally like just digging the, uh, just the content on just talking about shit that, you know, no other quote fitness podcast will talk about. But hey, that shit is really working. Like I thought it'd be BS, but mm-hmm. I have noticed the blood flow to my, my dick. It went from BBS uh, to BBC. Have you noticed, um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> have you noticed improved, like improved, uh, like sensitivity, like even just like, uh, like you're bar- you're not really thinking about it, but you're like, oh, there's like, you know, because again, when you're a kid, those sensations are like kind of there a lot. Yeah, and you're like, wow, I just jerked off. Like fucking a man, I guess I gotta go do it again. Do you feel a little bit of that? You have like a little extra sensation than normal. Yeah, and there's That's that dope. because there is more blood flow. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm healthy, so there was like I, there wasn't like a big issue there, but. Again, it when you pump, <laughs> when, like again the first time. If you guys, if you guys ever do, did did we have a link for that shit? Yeah, it's linked in the other video. I can link it here. All right, what's the website for the pump? So it's a, it's a long one. But Is it the LA Pump thing? No, it's Joe Kaplan, Doctor Joe oh, Joe Kaplan dot com, and then we do we do have an actual like direct link for the stuff that we have. Yeah, but um, when you stick your dick in that glass cylinder for the first time and you start pumping away and you engorge your dick with that and it starts to look angry it starts to look really angry because like you're it's over it's it's like becoming like you're putting more blood in it than usually goes into it so it gets substantially kind of like a superhero yeah like you know like a superhero goes from like a little dorky guy right it's like the Captain America (laughs) (laughs) he's like in the tube like this oh my god that's like the dick it's like hello (laughs) his voice is all deep and shit I'm putting a Captain America shield on my pump (laughs) that is it we're doing it yep that's what's gonna happen but normally your dick's like hello everybody (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, gosh. No, that's just real. Yeah, it definitely does raise sensitivity. Um, Here we go. I was doing it, and, you know, Stephanie walks in, and I'm just like, (laughs) Okay, there we go. I'm just like, Hey, you ready for it to be like this all the time? And then she's like, It's already that big. And I'm like, (laughs) Quickly press the button to get rid of everything. Like, let's come over here. And (laughs) that's just it. Tackler. Boom. (laughs) Yeah. You're not supposed to do that, but you're not supposed to. Yeah, no, fuck it. It was worth it. Yeah, well, yeah, it can't be. It can't be dangerous. <laughs> no, it wasn't dangerous, but yeah. it, I did notice that. I was like, wow, I can feel everything. This is awesome. But gotta do something else first. <laughs> it's funny though, guys. If you don't know what Andrew just mentioned, in the pump, there's this like because you're pumping, so there's this oh, yeah, button yeah. you can press to let all the air out. So <laughs> yeah, <'cause that's> like, <laughs> it's like the uh, the thing that you pull on the treadmill, like when when disaster is about to happen, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You can yeah. hit this like release button. Yeah, because some inferior pumps don't have that, and dudes can get jacked up because once mm. you pump all the, well, get all the air out. There's yeah. only one way to do it, and that's mm-hmm. just to try to like get some air in. But like if it if you go too hard, like you're gonna really hurt yourself. For people that haven't heard us talk about the penis pump, for people mm-hmm. that haven't heard Leo, for people that haven't seen any of this stuff. These things can be really effective. Yeah. And it's not just about, you know, trying to grow your dick bigger, but it's trying to get better sensation back and trying to maybe get back to the way you felt when you were younger Mm -hmm. for some people. Yeah. But we do know, like, yo, we talk about nutrition and sleep and all that on this podcast all the time. One of the biggest things that's going to help your dick out is getting in better shape. 
getting in better cardiovascular shape and just getting in better mm-hmm. shape in general. Because, hey, this is real. You know, if you got some extra body fat in certain places, you might have some a little bit of body fat down here, which might be hiding some of your dick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Real talk. Inter- you know? Making your inner penis bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So best comment for sure, though, from Emmanuel, uh, it's morphine time. Ah, <laughs> nice. I like that. That's I like good. That a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. I'm trying to find some more. I maybe switch to a different video, but mm. I'll yeah. go back to the other penis video. Lots of penis talk, though. Amen. People are into it. It's uh, I'm into it. It's helpful. It's very helpful. You know, so I you, think if people are being real, I think everybody's had issues before sometimes it might be from drinking sometimes it might be from training sometimes it might be from you know not eating any fat we've talked about that before um we just mentioned like how it would be helpful to get in better shape but you might even want to be cautious with that because you can take Mm -hmm. that too far if you're not eating enough calories your body's not going to be like hey we should be reproducing yeah my dick didn't work in 2015 (laughs) Mm. because that fucking contest prep Mm -hmm. and it probably took a long time to recover even from it wasn't like you it probably wasn't like you ate a cheeseburger afterwards and you were good no it took it took like a because i needed to put some body fat back on since i was show lean but once i started being able to eat fat again that's why i'm like i'm all about keep the fats in the diet Mm. don't go too low fat but because once i got the fats in by week two I was back in the game, but it did I think take sometimes me. Sometimes people don't hear, you know, like some of the stuff we're saying. Like, how long did it take you? Well, it, to feel normal, at least I, I, as in getting my libido back, right. that shit took me like probably four or five months. That is a long, yeah. That, that's a mm-hmm. that is a long time because I was eating like thirty grams of fat for cool four, like cool five months, like thirty to forty grams of fat. So that really like. Brought, like, I, I wish I got my test levels checked because that probably brought me down because my libido was non-existent. Right. The girl I was with at the time, I didn't, I, I was not caring about sex at all. And the, caring about sex, that took a while to come back. It took like, again, like I said, four months. But my dick actually working it took me a few weeks because I was able, I just ate a lot of fat. Yeah. I had similar things happen with bo- with a bodybuilding show that I did too. And, you know, it sucks because you're like, the thing that I really like a lot is like right in front of me. This is what I I love doing. This, this is like <laughs> one of my fucking favorite things. It's this my is imperative. Like, it's my human goal. Yeah. And uh, man, it really just, it's a soul crusher. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of makes like, uh, kind of makes you feel like not a man kind of like it, it can really, it can really mess with you more so than it just being like a silly, funny thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really it can be really really devastating some Absolutely. people have it go on for months and months and so this might be a way a penis pump might be a way mm-hmm. there's there's probably other protocols that you can look into but definitely follow leo he's got a lot of information about it yeah i was watching the video because he he came on the podcast and he talked about the hanger mm-hmm. oh, right? yeah, yeah. which i haven't i haven't haven't gone to use a hanger yet but he has a video going deep on bib hangers and pumps Damn. right Bib hanger sounds like something wild, man. It's it's like that. That is work because people be fucking hanging. They hang for forty minutes. Yeah, fuck, dude, that's a lot. Well, we're supposed to be pumping for like (laughs) forty minutes. Eventually, it'll be that long too. But when is uh, is it Susan? Susan Bratton. Susan Bratton. When is she on the show? Let's double check. January tenth, I believe. Oh, nice. I think so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, January tenth. Yeah. yeah, just hopefully. I mean, I, I what I hope happens is that it just brings more awareness and, you know, people continue to learn more about themselves and learn more about 
what they like, what they don't like, and just how to like perform well, you know, in, in something that they really enjoy. So I don't know why it's always been this like thing that has gotten to be so weird to talk about, but it is right. Like, you know, you're in school and I think what around seventh, eighth grade, you have health class and the teacher says vagina and penis and like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and wow. still, I mean, still this day, like, you know, uh, somebody says that and you're a little like, like what's coming next? Like what, where's this conversation going? But hopefully mm-hmm. continue to be more open so that people can continue to learn how to yeah. fix certain issues that they might have or, um, or even just how to have more fun, yeah. how to like, f- how to feel better. Yeah, mm-hmm. be great if she brings them. I feel like I feel like she's probably going to bring a model in, as in a, like a model that'd of be a, great. Yeah, because that that'd be interesting. I don't know if she will, but I just feel like this is going to turn into like a sex ed podcast. A like model that, would that be day, helpful rather than a- using your actual own part. <laughs> that would get that would get a little strange. That would be yeah. weird. Yeah, that's going to be a good episode. We definitely wouldn't be able to be live on YouTube if she, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, you, do you think YouTube would shut that light? They'd probably shut that light yeah, down. No, yeah. No. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. You can't show any kind of fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good shit. All right. Want to take us on out of here, Andrew? Sure thing. Thank you, everybody, for checking out today's episode. Uh, everyone on the live feed, you guys are awesome. Thank you for everyone that liked it already. Uh, if you guys dug today's episode, please like the video if you didn't catch us live. Uh, and please follow the podcast at Mark Bell's Power Project on Instagram, at MB Power Project on TikTok and Twitter. My Instagram and Twitter is at I am Andrew Z and Seema, where are you at? My dudes, go pump your dicks at Seema Inyo on Instagram, YouTube, at Seema Yin Yang on TikTok and Twitter. Mark. Uh, I want to invite everybody, anybody that wants to go and run walk with me 5 a.m. Behind McCooney in Davis, there is a arch of these like shovel things i don't know who made it but it's an interesting looking piece of art i'll be there at 5 a.m with a bunch of people and we're going to do a run walk and uh anyone is welcome you can bring your dog you can bring your kids you can invite a friend invite uh, a family member just just some trying to get some exercise in before uh, christmas hits what do we need to plug? We need to plug something? Vertical, actually. Vertical, yeah. vertical meals. You guys need to check them out because they've been providing us with some amazing meals um, from Stan Efferding. And the, they have a lot of very, like variety in terms of the stuff they give. Uh, yeah. One of the ones I'm leaning into quite a bit is because I'm trying to keep the carbs down mm. is I'm leaning into the bison monster mash i think it's called like deluxe light yeah or something yeah, like yeah. that but, and it has uh like no side i think there's like one that says no side right yeah it ha- well it has this one this one has spinach and it also has uh peppers in it and i think yeah i think maybe master john chris master john i think um one of the other uh people that we had on more recently kind of talking keto they all were kind of mentioning uh you know getting some nutrients from vegetables mm. and spinach and Peppers, peppers are like high in vitamin C and stuff yeah. like that. So there's, a, I mean, obviously there's fiber in vegetables. So that one's my favorite and uh, just check them out. And they, the, a lot of the food is really, really good. If you get like regular Monster Mash, that shit is fucking fantastic. It's <laughs> yeah. so good. It's, yeah. yeah, it's really weird. It's just Monster Mash, but it, they take it to a H&L, a whole new level, a whole nother level. That's yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'll remember it one. How of many days. people? How many people have you seen at a powerlifting meet that have beef and rice? Tons, yeah. right? You yeah. see that? You see it everywhere. Yeah. Stan, like he completely came in and and changed the game. Uh, powerlifters were, I mean, they still have like their M and M's and shit like that with them at a powerlifting meet, but he changed the game. He helped a lot of lifters kind of focus in and hone in on uh, better nutrition. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so head over to verticaldiet.com uh, and that checkout enter promo code POWERPROJECT and you guys will receive uh, free shipping. And if you order like a, a good amount, so like 16 for maybe like a week or two, you guys are going to get two free additional meals and a free cooler from Stan Efforting. Again, verticaldiet.com, links to them down in the description as well as the podcast show notes. Guys, come meet me. I, I see like all the comments, people are like, I don't live in that state and this and that and... I see a lot of excuses, <laughs> but I doubt that you're doing a whole lot at 5 a.m. Unless your kids are really little, they wake up super early, but come and run walk with me. I'm, I have it specifically designed a special way that anyone can join in. So even though I'm saying walk, run, you're not going to get like left in the dust. Mm-hmm. So I, I got, a, I got a, a special way to do it and I'd love to see y'all there. I'm at Mark Smelly Bell. Strength is never a weakness. Weakness never a strength. Catch you all later. Bye.